listening to season two of fit to be radio a production of fit to be studio which specializes in home workouts and e-courses online for those dealing with diastasis recti our goal this season is to connect the dots between fitness and other psychosocial dimensions of wellness so hey strap on your sneakers and take us for a walk while we talk or just grab your favorite drink and get on the floor and stretch while you enjoy the show Hey everybody, welcome to fit to be Radio. My name is Chris Banky. I'll be your host today. As always, we've got Beth Learn. She's the CEO and founder of fit to be Studio. And we also have one of our biggest fans and a person that we're a big fan of, Erin Odom. We've been trying for a long time to get her on our podcast. Um, <laughs> she is a very successful author of multiple books. She's also a coach. And we're super excited to talk to you today. Erin, thank you for spending some time with us. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. So, so first of all, first, first things first, where, where are you located in the world? I am near Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North yes. Carolina. Oh, awesome. I was just there a little while ago, a few weeks ago. It's rainy today. We have, you know, our weathers, we got all four seasons, but yeah. warm most of the time. <laughs> warm most of the time. So all four, so when you say all four, do you mean snow? Or do you mean just cold? I mean, we may get a few inches of snow a year. Yeah. And when we do, the whole town shuts down for like a week. <laughs> yeah, same so, here. So it's fun. You know what? That actually makes it more fun. It's better <laughs> it than like being very north like Michigan or something and getting 700 feet of snow and <laughs> no one even bats an eye. It's fun to like shut down and do sledding with the kids and make the most mm-hmm. of it, I think. I think that's how it was when I grew up. So, <laughs> and then Beth, how it's raining and wet and where you are too, right? Yeah, nine months out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's We good. have two that's seasons, rain and, how long, and not How long have you guys been in Charlotte? We have been in Charlotte. So I actually grew up here from the time I was in third grade. So I spent age nine to 18 here, and then okay. I moved away for 10 years, and then we've been back here for a little over 10 years, 10 and a half years. Okay. Okay. So you like it. You're, you're I in. do. It's yeah. a good place to raise a family. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, so first thing um, we wanted to talk about a little bit was um, you've written uh, a few books, and we'd love to hear about those. And what is the what is the most recent book that you've released? So the most recent one was, I guess, was April 2018. So I guess going on two years, a year and a half ago. Um, you can stay home with your kid. It's read tips, tricks, and ways to make it work on a budget. I actually believe I get fit to be a shout out in this book. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if it's did. not if it's not both books because I talk about fit to be with everyone all the time um, as a a good option, a good um, alternative to expensive gym memberships. So I came yeah. out with that mm-hmm. one, and it just gives really short tangible tips that moms can make whether they stay at home or not but especially if they're wanting to become a stay-at-home mom and I include work at home moms in that you know Beth and I are both work at home moms and so I give a whole chapter on how you know different ways to develop a business from home so um, that's the one and then before that uh, they actually came out just 
six month part, I came out with uh, more than just making it. Yeah. Um, Hope for the heart of the financially frustrated, and it is a memoir on um, how our family made it on a low income during the recession, during and right after the recession. Yeah, that is that's fantastic, and those books have been super well received. We're big fans of them. So yeah, um, and you've got another one that is coming out right as we'll be putting the podcast out. Right? No, no, I don't have another one coming out anytime soon. Wait, I thought you did. <laughs> no. I heard in my head, oh, Aaron's writing another book. <laughs> no, I eventually I might want to write some more, but the last two months have not been like a good time for me to write it. Oh. So. Yeah. No. I don't know where I got the idea. Like, <laughs> it over here. I'm like, Ooh. Yeah, eventually, <laughs> maybe eventually. All right, well, I'm rooting for you. Your books are great. Thank you. And you've also recently become um, a certified coach. Is that yes. correct? So, um, so, so tell us about that. Yes, I recently became a certified Trim Healthy Mama coach. Um, I dabbled in Trim Healthy Mama a little bit 2015 or so, I think. Uh, 2016, I did Trim Healthy Mama. It's a, it's a low glycemic eating plan. And so it's really hard to call it a diet. You definitely right. can lose weight on it. I lost probably 25 or 30 pounds from um, January to May of 2016. And then I really went off the bandwagon um, when I was, or wagon, I guess would be the word, when I was pregnant with my fourth kid in mm-hmm. the rest of 2016 and um, really got into an unhealthy place from the time my son was born until January 2019 and then just really kind of had a wake-up call and decided I wanted to go back on Trim Healthy Mama. I have absolutely loved it. Um, I lost about 30 pounds from January till June of this year and then I've maintained from June and we're recording in December and I decided really not that long into it. I was seeing success. I I knew I wanted to eat this way for life. So I decided to become a certified coach. And so I just completed my coaching Mm -hmm. certification. And I'm really excited about that. Um, I am high risk for, for diabetes. My dad has diabetes. My grandparents had it. My sister had type one. So I grew up with a sister who she was diagnosed when I was in second grade. So I'm very well versed in diabetes and I had gestational and eating low glycemic like the Trim Healthy Mama plan teaches is very good for those who are high risk for diabetes. So that is really what drew me to the plan. Now, for those of you who are listening um, you might be thinking, whoa, wait a second. I thought like this would be really anti-diet. So um, Trim Healthy Mama and um, Balance 365 Life are the only two like plan-ish um, things I recommend for people who want to get off the diet roller coaster and actually address food issues and come up with um, sustainable choices. They're actually pretty different in their approaches, but yet with the same end goal of um, creating sustainable, healthy living practices. And they're really, neither of them are about weight loss. Weight loss is not wrong. Sometimes you need to lose weight. Sometimes you don't. Um, and, but none of this is about the quick fix and the pills and the, the fast cures and, and 21 day. Woo-hoo! It's um, <laughs> more about what's going to happen to you in the long run. If you dial in things now and do something that you can keep doing. Right. Um, so I, I think it's really great to have somebody as reputable as Aaron doing something like this. Uh, today we're actually going to be focusing more on like how, how she even got to this place and how fit to be as fit into her journey in terms of hard times. Like yeah. We all go through junk. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, so I think that's that kind of that's a great segue, Beth. I I think that mm-hmm. you know we were talking in the pre-show, you know, you're just catching up, right? And and you know what was interesting is the realization that everybody has these difficult periods in their life and the Instagram, Facebook, you know, image that no that some people don't ever have that. We all know it's fake. Um, sometimes we need to be reminded, but um, one of the things that we would love to just learn a little bit about is, is some of your story because, um, because of the way that you've been able to tackle um, some difficult periods in your life from both the health perspective, from the, from the coaching, as well as from the fitness perspective, as well as just, you know, being a work at home mom and how do you deal with all that? And, and so we'd love to, we'd love to learn more about that. I would love to share with you guys. So I found fit to be when I was postpartum with my seven-year-old. And um, I mentioned that before going into all the hard times because, well, really, I was going through a very hard time at that point. My husband and I, um, right as she was, right before she was born, we lost a house that we owned in a different state to foreclosure. Um, My husband had lost his job four years before, and that's what caused our move to North Carolina to be closer to my family and for him to find work here. And um, we held on to this house for four years. We we rented it out to make the house payment. And, um, at the end of the day, um, we couldn't sell it. It was very underwater and we lost the house. And, um, that was when I was eight months pregnant with my seven-year-old. Mm-hmm. Now, unbeknownst to me, I already had um, a diastasis from my previous pregnancies. I was very petite mm-hmm. before I got pregnant with my now 11-and-a-half-year-old, and I probably had a diastasis, a slight one, after her pregnancy. And then my... Um, my now nine-year-old, when she was a newborn, it took me about a year to, to, to lose the baby weight with her, which I know now was like nothing because <laughs> I was, you know, my, I was, I think 30, right, when she was born and um, now I'm 39. So, you know, it's easier to lose the weight when you're 30. But I noticed that I could fit my fist into my midsection, like there was a hole there. And mm-hmm. I was just in, I, I say I had post, for years I said I had postpartum depression with her. I now realize mm-hmm. I think I have postpartum anxiety because I was able to really pinpoint I having that, that after my son was born in 2017. And so I was so in like this cloud for her first mm-hmm. year that I knew I had this hole in my midsection, but I, I didn't do anything to address it because life was just so chaotic at the time. We mm-hmm. were just struggling financially. We were living on low income. We had this house. So when she was 13 months old, I became pregnant with my seven, my now seven-year-old. So after she was born, we had foreclosed on the house. I had to declare bankruptcy. We were still struggling financially, but I had started my blog and my blog was starting to to gain some steam and God really blessed that. Um, Yeah. I had a little bit more, I did not have postpartum anxiety um, or depression with her. And I think partly of that was because I was taking my placenta pills. I don't know if y'all have ever addressed that on here. That's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. I got my placenta encapsulated yeah. with her. And um, so I didn't have postpartum anxiety. I had a little bit more clarity even to Google things. And so I Googled, um, you know, postpartum weight loss. I may have even Googled hole in my midsection or something. 
because I went to the doctor and actually I think I saw my midwife and she just said, oh, you know, you're just taking a while to heal. Like nobody I talked to knew what it was. So I, I know, right? I think like even since then in the last seven years and in large in part to fit to be and the tummy team, even midwives and doctors are more aware. So I was Googling and I found you, Beth. I found your site. I found fit to be postpartum fitness and it looked like something that would easily fit into my life. And you educated me uh, and you didn't even know it at the time, just like you educate thousands of more women to this condition that I had and that there was hope for it and that it was a real condition. Mm -hmm. So I started using fit to be. And what's really neat is that there's been times in my life I've used it. There's some times in my life I haven't used it as much. Mm -hmm. And um, what I always go back to, it because later on, um, sometime in between my seven-year-old and my two-and-a-half-year-old, he'll be three in February, I um, really struggle with adrenal fatigue, which I know a lot of your yeah. moms do. And yes. it's really common after having kids. You know, I had baby after baby after baby. We were struggling with our income and uh, we had marital stress. So, um, what I love about fit to be is that it does not stress your adrenals. And I know you've yep, added yep. Some, some high, you know, there's a little bit higher intensity stuff now that people can choose from the low intensity to the higher intensity. But as I educated myself on adrenal fatigue, I knew that the worst thing I could do was to do some kind of super high intensity fitness. So that was yeah. going to destroy my adrenals and really make me hold on to weight even more. And so mm -hmm. um, after my seven-year-old was born, I began healing my diastasis. Uh, fast forward to February 2017, um, I had my son, and I had a very traumatic childbirth. Um, mm -hmm. He had to go into the NICU um, for low blood sugar. I had a, a fourth-degree tear. He was born uh, with oh. shoulder and he had a lot of issues. I had a lot of issues. You would think your fourth kid, this is going to be the easiest. And it really was the hardest. It was my hardest labor. Mm -hmm. It was, um, yeah, really, really hard postpartum period. And, um, over the course of the next two years, I really, um, I launched my two books during this time, which were honestly, um, it was joyful, but stressful. <laughs> super stressful. Yeah. Um, and what is interesting is when I signed my book deal for that first book, I had told my agent, um, he had found me like in 2012, he had emailed me and said, are you interested in publishing books? I see your blogger. And I said, I would love that, but I have small kids. Like, I just don't think it's the time, but we ended up signing and he didn't pressure me. But, um, by the time I signed the book, my, my girls were getting a little bit older. They were all at least in school or preschool. And, um, like after I signed the book deal, I was pregnant with my son and I thought, Oh wow. my goodness, God, what are you thinking? But it ended up, I mean, it all worked out. The books came out, but it was super stressful. I did not eat mm -hmm. right. and I'm not one to eat. People would be around me and they would say, Oh, you, you eat healthy foods and I did eat yeah. healthy foods, but if you're eating like, let's say you're eating like, um, a healthy bag of popcorn or something that's like the organic, the, you know, the low carb, whatever. But if you eat like the whole bag of it, that's not healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's still too much. 
and just yeah. not eating um, the right combinations of food for my body type. And I'd stopped doing fit to be. I didn't, you know, wasn't exercising really at all. Christmas last year, so almost a year ago when we're recording this, um, I thought, you know what? I'm going to go back on Trim Healthy Mama. I'm going to start exercising again in January. So Christmas Day, yeah. I ate whatever I wanted to. And I went, to, I mean, whatever. I mean, I think I probably ate three pieces of pie, you know. I went to bed in like a sweating, excessively thirsty, feeling really bad. And I grew up with a sister with diabetes. I had gestational for a couple of my pregnancies. I knew this is the sign of diabetes. This is the sign of high blood sugar. I felt horrible. And so I didn't wait till January 1st, December 26th. I said, I'm starting today. It was the wake up call that I needed. And I realized I can choose to make healthy choices now, or I can be forced to make them later or just be miserable, you know? Oh, that's so good. Yeah. So fit to be really, it's just one of those things where, um, not only did you help me figure out my diastasis, that this is a real condition, that it can be healed. Mm-hmm. I don't have to look pregnant forever. I would actually, I would consider myself right now as like a functional. Um, I had like a, I think mm-hmm. a one and a half to two finger width. And, um, but I, I found that out. I also discovered something that was to ruin my adrenals. And the third thing about fit to be that I really fell in love with um, and why I keep going back to it, even when I take breaks, is that I feel like I'm working out with a friend. <laughs> now, that might Aww. sound funny, but it's real. And so I'm really big into personality types, and I'm really big into for you. So I'm an extrovert. Right. I'm an ENFP on the Myers-Briggs. I'm a seven-wing six on the Enneagram. I cannot run. I can't run. I can't do. I'm sorry. Some people are like, they can run and they just think and they listen to music or podcasts where I can't do it. It does not fit my personality. I uh-huh. have to work out with a friend. And Beth, you have been that friend. So uh-huh. there's, there's been times um, I ended up joining the YMCA for um, probably about nine months. And that was good for me. Um, I did yeah. that and then I would fill in with fit to be right now. I actually um, have quit the YMCA because of, I'm trying to save money there, which is nice because you really cannot get much more affordable than fit to be and also be able to travel with it. Um, because I've, mm-hmm. I've done fit to be workouts at, you know, on vacation and stuff. But, um, with the YMCA, which was so nice is that I knew when they were saying, you need to get on the floor and you need to do crunches or you need to do this or that, I knew, no, I can't do that. And there would be times where the instructor would look at me and I would say, I have a condition. And, you know, I would kind of like mouth to them, I have a condition, I know what I'm doing, you know? And then later I would educate them a little bit. And they were- I know, right? It's so backward. I know. Good good for you. And and I and I knew because you had educated me, I knew what classes would be good choices and what classes probably wouldn't be the best choices for me. You know, Mm -hmm. just from what I learned from you, what I learned from Trim Healthy Mama talks about nourishing your adrenals as well and not overtaxing them, and um, just different books on adrenal fatigue and so forth. So um, that's how I discovered you, and (laughs) you really have made a huge difference in my life. And I know there are so many women that are struggling with postpartum anxiety, adrenal fatigue, diastasis, and I have no idea why do I still look pregnant. And right. I mean, I think there's certain things I wear, or if I eat something that makes me bloated, yes, there are times, there's angles that mm-hmm. I probably do 
still look a little pregnant. It has improved so much with the weight loss. And I will yeah. tell you, Beth um, and Chris, I used my diastasis as an excuse for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. I use it as an excuse not to, uh, work on getting my weight down because I was overweight, um, work on, um, just even exercising. And with fit to be, there's no excuse yeah. because it's so, <laughs> I, and I usually choose like your, like that, the basic aerobics ones. Like those are some of my favorite ones. I always choose something pretty low impact that I can do in like 15 minutes because I am a busy mom, but I use it as yeah, an excuse. When I yeah. looked at my stomach a year ago, I, I thought I am, I am diabetes or heart disease waiting to happen, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I cannot wait. And a very unexpected but exciting benefit of losing that weight is that I did not have as much, I don't have as much pressure on the diastasis anymore. Right. And so it right. has made the appearance so much better mm-hmm. as a result. Yeah. So that is such a refreshing story to hear. Um, And it's, it's really encouraging to us. I think one of the things that you, you just touched on a little bit, but I'd love to dig into a little bit more is, so you've got this kind of story and kind of journey and ups and downs and all of this stuff that's happened Mm -hmm. and how fit to be is fit into that. And it's, it's super awesome. But, um, can we talk a little bit more about when things get really hard? Cause because there's periods I think that pretty much everybody has where it's usually unexpected and it just gets very difficult. And that's when the, both the the eating and the, you know, it's not just like eating too much. It's like eating things that aren't necessarily good for you and the physical Mm -hmm. exercise suffer the first and actually can have some of the biggest impact on how your overall feelings are. Um, it affects, yeah. it doesn't just affect your adrenals, it affects your hormone system, affects your, um, your sugar system and your blood and just all of these things kind of tie together. And I know you have a lot of experience with that. So I, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on that and kind of what you've gone through. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I told you guys in the, the pre-show or whatever, before we were recording that, um, I was fine with talking about the fact that my husband and I have now been separated for six months and, um, mm-hmm. Praise God. We, we, we've actually, between the two of us, we've been going to about 12 hours of counseling a week. Um, we, we had a lot of stuff um, from before we were even married to work through. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I had actually, um, he did not abandon us. I asked him to leave in June. Um, my pastor accompanied me and he's, he's fine with me. My husband's fine with me sharing this. But um, this summer, I felt like a death had occurred. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was as heavy as losing someone. I felt like it was the death of my marriage. And at the time, I didn't know if we were going to be able to make it, if we were going to reconcile. Um, I was parenting four kids by myself. Every day was very, very heavy. And um, looking back, I was so thankful that, and you know, and God knew before I knew what was going to happen, that in December I had that wake-up call. And in January I decided to begin making healthy choices again, that enough was enough, that I wasn't going to let my health decline. And I... (laughs) (laughs) I 
I began making those choices. And so um, I lost the 30 pounds that I lost this year from January to June. And when my husband and I separated and I was going through, um, and I mean, we're still going through it, but it's just a lot better six months in and mm-hmm. he's actually um, moving back in soon. He actually already stays weekends, but um, I didn't, I haven't lost more weight since June and I would like to lose mm-hmm. about 10 more pounds, but I continue to eat Trim Healthy Mama and I continue to do light exercise. Now I haven't exercised mm-hmm. a whole lot in the last month. I'll be honest with you about that, but just even realizing, okay, um, I have done a lot of sitting today. I've been really sedentary. I don't need to do that, you know, two days in a row, whether it's, okay, I need mm-hmm. to do some more housework tomorrow to get my body moving yeah. a little bit more. And to continue to make those healthy eating choices has been huge for me. So have there been days where I haven't made good choices? Yes. But the good thing about mm-hmm. Trim Healthy Mama, and I know that you're very grace-filled too, with them, it's like every three hours you start new. So making, you know, a bad choice for one meal is not going to ruin you forever. You just get right right back in the game three hours later, or maybe it's Mm -hmm. the next day. And so what I would really encourage your listeners is that make healthy choices now if you're not in a season of trial because the thing is we we all will go through hard things in this life and it may look differently for you than it does for me but no matter what we all go through hard times and we don't always know it's coming most of the time we don't and so it that is why I'm more convinced than ever now that if you are in a season where things are a little bit more stable create those healthy habits now that will continue to sustain you and keep you sane yeah. when the okay. hard times hit and yeah. i do feel like trim healthy mama and fit to be are two things that are very sustainable for the long term mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i hear you on that i mean there are certain things um that, that are just like staples in my life and they've stayed staples because like you said establish them when things are okay. Um, for example, um, Mondays and Thursdays are my at home days with my kids. They go to classes on other days. That's when I do all my running around, but Mondays and Thursdays are home. And so Mondays and Thursdays are my weightlifting and walking my driveway days. And sometimes only one of those things happens, sometimes both, but those activities stay in place no matter what else happens. Even if I'm not wow. feeling well, I can still go for a walk. Even if I'm not feeling well, I can lift and do a couple bicep curls and some leg lifts. Okay, that's good enough for today. But the habit stays in place. Even if the habit is not 45 minutes, sometimes it's only five minutes, but the habit of exercising is there. And it's the same way with food. You know, the habit of eating on consistent intervals, the habit of putting a veggie, putting a protein, doing whatever needs to happen within your meals that works for you. It's such good advice because that way when hard times come, we're liable to continue the momentum of those good habits through that trial, even if some adaptions need to be made. I love that. And I love how you just named some of those fitness things with the weightlifting and the walking in the driveway. Um, 
that I think having, um, like you said, scaling it back, but having those go-to things that you do that you know you can do and you don't need mm -hmm. a lot of extra equipment. You don't need a gym membership. You know, some of that stuff mm -hmm. you don't even need to turn on fit to be. You could just do those little baby steps. And for me, it was the same with food. Um, for the first month, to be honest with you, there were a lot of meals that were just smoothies but they were nourishing smoothies. And in fact, I had a few yeah. people contact me on Instagram because I would share what I was eating and they would say, we're really worried about you because all you're eating is smoothies. But I knew I was getting <laughs> hey, like, you can put a lot in smoothies. Yes. I knew I was getting the right protein and fat and veggies and all that, right. but it was just in a smoothie. And then as time goes on, you know, I'm, I'm eating, you know, different things now, but I had those go-to things that yeah. I may have not eaten a huge variety, but I knew that I was still Good nourishing my body the best way yeah. that I could. I think it's really important what both of you are saying is consistency throughout um, all the different seasons is, is so important. And I think that it's mm -hmm. important to also give yourself permission to, um, to kind of look at things differently when, when time doesn't allow. So if, if you're used yeah. to going to the gym, but then you have a period of three weeks where you can't drive there and spend the time there and drive back and do all those things. Mm -hmm. you don't, you, that doesn't mean you fail and give up. You can shift exactly. to something that is much smaller or easier. I mean, that's why fit mm -hmm. to be so good, but even just saying, okay, I'm going to take 15 minutes and go walk around the neighborhood three times. Like those things are super important to not give up on. If you can't do the big, whatever plan that you have. So I, yeah. I love that. Um, Mm -hmm. So Aaron, as we kind of wrap this up, I'd love to hear your, you know, what do you tell the, what do you tell the, the mom that you bump into in the grocery line and you have one minute to tell her, like, what do you tell her when you can just tell by the, the posture and the look on her face and maybe what she's buying, <laughs> that she's scanning it through, like, like what's your advice to her when you can tell she's in the middle of it? I, okay, so if I, if I see a mom that's usually like, that looks really stressed out and especially mom that may have little kids, especially yeah. if I'm, if I'm by myself, because if my son's in preschool, my girls are old enough for me to leave home alone now. And I can't go to the grocery store by myself. I, I usually will. I, I'll tell a mom, Hey, I have four kids mm -hmm. and, um, you're in a really hard time right now. Give yourself a lot of grace and this is not going to last forever. I don't think I would critique her food <laughs> or anything. Um, I might yeah. give her my card if she's like, tell me how, you know, tell me more. But, um, I would just want her to know there's hope. It's not going to last forever. The toddler years, even though I'm kind of still in them, I, although my son will be three in February, which is crazy. Wow. He'll be three in February. Mm -hmm. my, my fourth kid. Um, I, you know, I had three toddlers at once at one point and that was crazy making now is, and it was, but it was also joyous and I miss, you know, the tea parties and a lot of the, the, the cute little things they would do now is a whole other kind of crazy. I'm driving my three kids around to all their activities and we're doing lots of homework and all that kind of stuff. But every season is really just like a blip. You know, I, I actually had a dream the other night that my nine-year-old was in college I dreamed that 10 oh, years wow. had passed and I, I woke up thinking, this is like a dream from, from God. 10 years had passed. And in my dream, the season I'm in right now with my three elementary school kids, my oldest will be in middle school next year. And my three, you know, almost three year old, I was actually at my hands were trying to grasp the season. It was a vapor in my dream and I was trying to hold it. I was trying to squeeze on tightly and it just, mm -hmm. 
it just vanished. And I woke up and I'm like, the last 10 years have gone so fast. The last 10 years ago, I was living the story of this book where we were barely making it. Mm -hmm. The next 10 years are going to go fast too. And um, to, to make the healthiest choices I can at the time, at the season that I'm in, realize that season is not going to last forever. And there is grace and to give yourself grace. Yeah. Aaron, right that, that is so good. That is so good. Mm-hmm. Well, we really appreciate it. Where can people find your website? We'll put all the links in the in the show notes as well. They can find me at the humbled with a D on the end. I'm I have been humbled. <laughs> the humbledhomemaker.com. I'm also the humbled homemaker on Facebook and Instagram. Awesome. Yeah. And what's your favorite exercise right now? Um, I love the aerobics videos, just the basic, like the basic one, two, three, four that you have. I would even do the one that you did from outside that you took off. Oh yeah. I would go back to do that one for years. And then you're like, we refilmed that one. And I like know the story by heart about how you went to your first exercise class in a dress. I think you retold that story (laughs) in the refilm. I I always go back to those. They're easy. I like Mm -hmm. them. They keep me moving. I don't get bored. And I feel like I'm working out with a friend. So those are my favorites. That is so cool. Awesome. Thank you for all your support and your enthusiasm. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we have to we have to wait less. We have to wait less before doing the next one. So thank you. (laughs) Thanks. Have a good day. Thanks. All right, that's a wrap, friends and fans. Be sure to check out the links attached to this episode and subscribe to Fit to Be Radio on iTunes. Oh, and remember those workouts we mentioned in the show? You can access them all on fitsby.com if you join as a member. I recommend premium access. It's the best deal. We'd also appreciate your follows, likes, comments, and shares on Instagram at fit to be Studio, on Facebook at fit to be Tony Safe Fitness, and on Twitter at fit to be.